You're listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And today we're starting off a new series called Mission Foundations. Awesome. I'm so excited. This is kind of going to be a series that just talks about the foundations we need to kind of share the gospel, right? Just to be evangelical. Well, it's good timing. And, it's good yeah. timing because people are probably starting to go on mission trips or preparing sure. or planning and getting ready for all that. So hopefully awesome. the scripture will lead the foundations for what they're doing. That's great. And I'm so excited because today we're starting in in Mark. Yeah. Mark chapter 4. I, I thought we'd be starting in Matthew, Brian. Matthew 20 and 19, the Great Commission, some of those big heady ones. What, what are we doing starting in or, Mark today? Or Isaiah, right? Here I Isaiah am, Isaiah is a great one. Yeah, let's start in Isaiah. What, or, why did you pick Mark 4? Not Romans. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so yes, we need to look at those texts. Those are missional texts. Things in the Old Testament about... Uh, the people being God's priest to the whole world and blessing Isaiah and that passage, which a lot of people use here. I am, John Lord, send me. John, yeah. Like, or the great commission. We want to look at that stuff. And those are good foundational verses, but I really want to start here in this parable that Jesus preaches because it is about faithfulness. And I think if we get the foundation, right, then when we look at those other verses, mm. we'll be coming in with an attitude of, what my role is, what God's role is, and how this all works. So that's why I want to start here. All right. So the parable of the growing seed, Matthew, Mark chapter 4, uh, 26 through 28, 29? Uh, yep, 26 through 29. Yeah. You want to read it? You want me to read it? I can read it. All right, go for all it. All right. It says, the kingdom of God is like this. He said, this is Jesus talking, a man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, although... He doesn't know how. My favorite part. The soil produces a crop by itself. First the blade, then the head, and then the full grain on the head. As soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle because the harvest has come. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about just the parable first. Sure. Not Let's not get into the meaning yet. Let's okay. just actually say, okay, what is actually happening here? So I'm just going to break this down a little bit. Uh, the kingdom of God is like this, helpful. And okay, now we know what this is about. This yeah. is showing us something about the kingdom of God. He said, a man, so here's this person, scatters seed on the ground. And this is similar to the other parable we have with the parable of soils. A guy goes out and the word's oh, like yeah. a broadcasting or just throwing the seed. In the other parable, the seed's landing on hard soil, uh, shallow soil, soil yeah, with weeds, ground, birds yeah. are coming in. Yeah, so, and that's also in the same uh, chapter. But anyway, the guy goes out and he's putting the seed out on the ground. Okay, and, and just scattering it. And I think that scattering is important. He's not strategically putting it in the rows and preparing. Like he's just throwing it out there. Yeah. And then it says he sleeps and rises night and day. Which like he, he goes to bed, he gets up, he just, time is passing. But what's he doing during that time? It doesn't tell us because he's probably not doing a lot. I think that's the sure. point. He's not yeah. out there staring at it the whole time, you know, finessing it, talking to it, putting, like he's not working it himself. He just puts it out there because then it says the soil produces a crop by itself. And, and I'm going to come back to that in a minute. The soil's doing this. First the blade, so it's coming up out of the ground, then the head, then the full grain on the head. So like all that's just happening. The yeah. guy's not making it happen. And then as soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle because the harvest has come. Josiah, let me ask you a question. What sure. is the guy doing? There's four things the guy did here. Four things the guy did? Yeah, what do you do here? Uh, okay, he scattered the seed. I he see scattered that. the Verse seed, 26. threw the seed out. Yep. Yep. Uh, then it looks like he took a nap. He sleeps. Went, went to bed, right? gets up. He, he gets I, up, so that's, a, that's the yeah. next thing. So he sleeps, he rises. So there's three uh, things. What else do you do? 
Well, he sure. It says he doesn't know how the seed grows. Yeah, so but that's not he's, what he's, he's clueless. doing. He's clueless. Yeah, that is explaining uh, that he doesn't know what's happening. Oh, I see it here. He sends for the sickle. So he sends. Yeah, he doesn't even do the harvesting. He sends for the guy who's going to come do the harvesting, right? So the, that's, this guy sounds lazy. He does sound like, in a lot of ways, yes. Okay, so then, then let's go back here. The ground produces the crop by itself. And I, I remember having a conversation. I don't know if this brother listens to the podcast or not. At one point I said, yeah, the seed does all the work. And he goes, no, no, no. The ground does all the work. That's what it says. And I realize he's right, but but what happens if there's no seed at all? Not a whole lot. Right? No seed, no crop. <laughs> no ground, no there, soil. No, Like in the other parable, the soil determines if that seed's going to go. So really what we have is the seed and the soil coming together, and then this uh, product with full grain. Some, I'm assuming that's wheat maybe or something like that, yeah. but, but uh, a crop is ready, and it's grown. So that's the parable. Okay. Uh, now let's take a look at it from kind of the, uh, what is God trying to trying to show us through this? It's not just about farming. No, no. Okay. Farming <laughs> is just the illustration. <laughs> I, and, and honestly, I think farmers today would go, well, there's a lot more productive way to do this right? than that. But that's not the point. Get some fertilizer out. Right. That's not the point. <clears throat> Okay. And there's even a parable about a guy who does put fertilizer around a tree and see if it produces fruit, and there's pruning. But this right. is this is not the point. The point is, we're teaching something about the kingdom of God, and I think what we see here is the man is doing something. Right. He has a role, and then in this case, I think God has a role. Yeah. The, the seed is the gospel, similar to the other parable. Right. The gospel is going out, and yes. then the gospel is going to do what God promises it's going to do. It's going to land on good soil, bad soil, whatever the case may be. But it's going to happen. And the, the parable, I believe, here is showing us that you said the guy was lazy, but I, I would say the guy is faithful. He doesn't know how okay. this works. Sure. Just like we'll, we'll spread the gospel out, and we don't necessarily know how God conforms the words that he's preaching from his word, the gospel, to the people he seeks to save and uses that to transform lives and hearts and open ears and eyes and do this, really this miraculous intervention of God working in someone's life to bring them to salvation. And right. so I think what we take from this is the kingdom of God, and that's really the, like this isn't just here's the strategy. This doesn't say your job and mission is like this. Yeah. It actually says the kingdom of God is like this. So I think what we're supposed to be learning here is that the kingdom of God grows by the miraculous working of God. Right. He's growing it. We have a part. Sure. Yes. But it's God not all up part. to me. And our part looks kind of like we don't do as much as we might <laughs> think to build and grow the kingdom of God. Right. And so he, he just puts the gospel out there. I don't know. It sounds simple. The man scatters the seed. It sounds easy. But sometimes I feel like sharing the gospel is hard. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Hard work. For sure. Okay. So. We're putting this out there. But we're, we're faithful. But, but yeah, we don't have faithful. a handle on the results. Now, Correct. I've seen this uh, treated differently uh, by people at, at times. There's... a you know, some folks will say, oh, this is actually about the strategy where you you go in and you enter the field. And they say, let's see what he did. He entered the field. I'm like, I don't think that was, that's, yeah, he did have to enter the field. That's implied. But he entered the field. So you got to enter and then you got to prepare the soil. He just didn't enter any field. He entered a specific field. He did this. I think you're overreading this. Sure. Kind of reading that into <clears throat> the text, I think. Yeah. And, and so I used to... When I was early in church planning, I'd be like, we got to prepare the ground, and we need the right tools, and we need to get a tractor, and we need to prepare the soil. None of these two parables, neither of these two parables. That makes it sound kind of works-based. Like, it does. i got to do all this stuff. And we got to get these people ready to hear the gospel. Well, the other parables, like, put the seed on people who put hard ground, not ready, right. shallow ground, not ready. Like, 
Still put the seed out there and let it do its thing, trusting well, God. And I've always read that parable to be different grounds or different people. But sometimes that can be the same ground or the same person. Oh, yeah. And sometimes his, timing. his or her ground is dry. And sometimes, maybe years later, it's softened up a little bit. Or you look, how about the situation where if I were the guy not just putting the gospel out, like planning, okay, the, the one broadcasting on different grounds, for example, which is a different parable, kind of right. mixing the parables. But if you're the one broadcasting the seed out and you look and go, no, that ground looks rocky. I'm not going to put the seed there, but it's the seed that can change the soil. Oh, sure. So you might throw it out on what looks like rocky ground, but lo and behold, the person who was maybe pushing back might have been transformed by God. The soil is better, and then it produces a harvest, you know, a crop and a harvest. Right. So, so coming back to our parable, it really doesn't matter what the ground looks like. The man's just scattering the seed. It's yeah. not a particular crop or a particular field. He's just... So here's the deal, like, I'm, oh man, I got a coworker. I could never imagine that guy wanting to know anything about Jesus. Or man, <laughs> we all have that coworker. Not going to invite that guy to church, but it might actually be your invitation. It might be your gospel share. Sure. And an invitation to church isn't necessarily gospel share. It's them having an opportunity. I would hope to hear the gospel. Maybe it's you talking about how Jesus died for sin. That we are sinners. That He died in our place, so we don't die in that way. That we can have eternity with God. That we can be adopted in the church. I mean, maybe you start having a conversation with that guy, and the super hard guy you think is the most unlikely. Right. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Sure. How about how about that? And maybe you have to invite him for like three years. Like we see in here that the man sleeps and rises. It doesn't just say he went to bed and got up the next day and boom, there's the crop. Well, yeah, and sleeps and rises night and day, and it doesn't, when you, if I said, man, uh, you know, uh, I'm getting ready for my trip, but I'm sleeping and I'm rising night and day. Does that make you think it's a day or It sounds like multiple routine? days. Yeah, yeah so time, let me, let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you, Josiah, have you seen this in your own ministry in like a positive way? You have examples uh, don't share anybody's name or anything where you've sure. just faithfully done something or see, like, think of examples maybe here or in your ministry. or Sure. You know, at the end of the day, when I look back on my life, I think it's just been about just being bold in my faith and just scattering those seeds. And it's amazing to see I'd be scattering the seeds and really focusing on a section of the field and watching that grow. And then all of a sudden I turn around and there's crop coming up on the other side right. of the field. I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa, what's going on here? How'd that happen? Well, we, so, so we like, we do door hangers <clears throat> yeah. and we pray for homes. We'll talk at another podcast about prayer but we'll we'll send our mission teams out we'll go out with them and we'll pray over a house we put the door hanger on the house there's a gospel message on the back of that there's a we're praying for you there's a website there's information about our church like and we've had people put that door hanger on their refrigerator and you know like as long as even a year later show up and sure go, hey you know what i actually needed this and so we okay a year before that was hard ground and that's all in god's <laughs> timing you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Josiah, um, you know, I don't know if you have ever been in in, in a non-reform type background. We're reformed, both of us. This podcast basically right. comes from a reform perspective. No spoiler. Shock. Yeah, but how could this be read, maybe from a non-reformed background? Have you thought much about that? I want to try to give that a fair shake if I can. Well, and that's where it kind of comes back to what you were talking about earlier about. A lot of times I think we look at this as, as we have to do the work and we have to scare the seed and we've got to harvest it and we've got to do this, that, and the other. But I feel like you see in a lot of this of just the man being faithful with the little and mm -hmm. just doing what God's commanded him to do and seeing how God or, or really the soil produces that crop and does all that work. You know, I came from a very workspace background that made me think that if I didn't say the right words or if I didn't share the gospel 
everywhere I went Correctly. all the time. Like, I if right. I messed it up, that guy was going to go to hell because maybe I didn't articulate the gospel correctly. Yeah, but that that's guy, quite the so burden. The cool thing about this parable is you kind of put something out there, and then you're taking a nap, and the guy's getting saved. Right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't say he has to scatter the seed just right or just like this. Like, I think a lot of times what prohibits us from sharing the gospel is we're too afraid of messing up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I'm reminded again, we talked this week of, of Spurgeon getting saved and how the guy that spoke that day was, you know, not the Spurgeon pastor. Spurgeon didn't have a lot to say. I think he called him a stupid man. And then he says he was at the end of his rope before he stood up to speak. You like, know, that's, that's not, Whoa. <laughs> that's how bad that sermon was. And but Spurgeon got saved. If God can use that sermon to share to save Spurgeon, surely he can use my mumblings or my rantings or my just... My heart for the gospel to lead others to Christ. Well, that's you said this guy looks like a lazy farmer. I'm like, that doesn't look like a very good farmer. But again, he's a faithful farmer. Correct. He 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 was faithful enough to know the seed was going to do well, something. He didn't just walk. I mean, he wouldn't have gone out to the field and spread a bunch of seed if he didn't think something was going to happen. Right. So he thought, okay, something does happen when I do this. We should have the same attitude when we go share the gospel, when we are trying to plant gospel seeds, trying to have gospel conversations, when we're trying to proclaim that and herald that. We should have an expectation right. by faith that it's going to do something, even if we don't know how it's going to do it. He doesn't know how. We it's might not know how. It's going to do something. So it's not about knowing how it works. It's about being faithful to do it. So, so I think that's helpful. So my question is, when, when you look at this parable and you look at the way that we plant churches or that we kind of do ministry in today's world, do you feel like we hold true to this? Do we, do we plant churches this way or do we kind of like falter? I, uh, so I didn't do this well at the beginning when I was working on planting Redeeming Life Church. We're planting, and, and you, you have a s internal sense of, I need better strategy. I need better tools. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I it's really hard. You know, you're like, okay, everything is riding on what I'm doing to plant the church. And if I were just to say, proclaim the gospel far and wide, preach the gospel. And when I when I say preach the gospel, like I really like how Alistair Begg says it. Don't preach our need for the gospel. Right. You know, if you don't trust the gospel, this is where you're going to be. Actually preach the gospel. Right. Put the actual seed out there. Not the need for the seed, the actual seed. So <clears throat> actually saying this is how Christ works in this text. And let me talk with you about how Jesus uh, works in your life. And so actually working through and explaining where salvation truly comes from and where hope comes from. I didn't do that super well because I had a lot of voices church planning networks and other people who've done it before in a certain way saying, well, if you just do this or if you just do that, this text suggests if you just put the gospel out right. and even not knowing how it works. I think a lot of times it, we justify what we're trying to do by reading more books about better strategy. Right. And that's how people publish more books. You know, and that's how organizations have entire conferences and that's just better strategy and better stuff. And you know what? If you do, if you do this or do that, here's the, like, do I want to do I oh, so we put a door hanger out? Okay, some people will do mailers. We like to do the door hangers because we pray. We'll yeah. talk about that some other, but anyway, you put it out there, okay? And and that's it. And here's the deal the people who've responded to that have responded because they were prepared soil that we didn't we didn't know. We didn't have anything to do with that. Sure. Or they weren't even good soil at the time, but they stick it on their fridge and come at a later date, or we don't know. We don't right. know how it works. But a lot of people don't respond, they throw it in the garbage. Sure. Okay, so yeah. the temptation is, how do I keep them from throwing it in the garbage? Or how do I get them to read it? Or, or what do I do? Do I do I uh, stand there and read it with them? Okay, maybe that might be much. That's a strategy idea. Maybe sure. you need to do that. Do I just tape some candy to it? Do I 
put a, a drawing on there that if they go to the website, they win a prize. Like these things become very tempting. Sure. How do I how do I use the world's methods right. to do better farming, yeah. or to do better fishing for men? Right. Like, and so for me in church planning and other mission work, I got really entangled with some of those ideas. And when I finally came back to the freedom of I don't have to have better strategy, and I don't even have to know how the strategy works. I just have to be faithful with what God has put right. here that I have to share the gospel. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's why we're starting with God's word. You know, these other resources are great and they're helpful. I mean, you did your dissertation on discipleship and how many books did you find on discipleship? There's a lot. <laughs> More than two, a right? <laughs> so, you know, those things can be helpful, but when we replace God's word and God's methods for the resources and the tools of the world to, to reach the world... I think we're doing things a little backwards. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is what I'm thinking. You tell me if you you think this is a good approach. Or if you're listening and you're like, no, 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 you got to do this or talk about that, you can find us at saltybeliever.com. There's a communication forum there. Let us know. This is what we're thinking of doing. And we're just going to go to some of the real key texts in the Bible that people will use to help move people toward the mission or inform them. I think we, uh, this is what's in my head. I'm just, I'm shooting from the hip here. This could be. This could be risky. <laughs> I'm thinking about like when Jesus sent him out two by two, and at one point right. says, don't take a money bag, don't take a staff. Later he's like, hey, take a staff, take a money bag. The episode like, what's going on there? What's the strategy? Again, faithfulness. Yeah. I'm thinking about, of course, the Great Commission text that we find sure. throughout the throughout the Gospels and even Acts. Um, and people will have like a 1-8 strategy or whatever, Acts 1-8 strategy. I'm thinking about the Old Testament stuff about creating a people to be, you know, priests to the world. Uh, I'm thinking about Isaiah, you know, here I am, send me. And I think we need to keep reading what that's all about. Uh, I'm just kind of working through what this might look like about mission and and church planting even and and, and approach and and saying, okay, let's just talk about the scripture. And and I'm thinking about prayer, why that's so valuable. Uh, I'm thinking about... Uh, you know, building a community and, and how do we, you know, gather, make disciples. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm thinking through. I like so it. if you have a particular text, it's like your go-to text, man. I'd love to Let hear know, from yeah. you. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So Awesome. Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this kickoff of this new series. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.